How many of you know that Jesus had 12 disciples? 12 of them. Matthew 12, Matthew 10 and 1 says it this way. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power. He gave them what? Against unclean spirits. To cast them out. To do what? And to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Say, neighbor, do you know how Jesus gave them power? Do you know how he gave them power? He spoke it. Say, neighbor, that's why you just can't speak anything out of your mouth because your words are creating either power or victory or defeat. I read that and said, you called the 12, you gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. How did you do that? He said, I spoke it. What are you speaking over your life? Look at your neighbor and say, don't roll your eyes. Are you speaking victory or defeat? You know how everybody gets real quiet on that. Say, 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 um, say neighbor, if you hooked up with God, you are also a procreator. All right, let's go to Matthew 10 and 5. Matthew 10 and 5. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them saying, what did he do? Saying, go not into the way of the Gentiles and into the city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. Say neighbor, when God gives you an assignment, he tells you what to do and also what not to do. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now here's the problem. Sometimes when he tells us to do something, we don't want to do it. We, we <laughs> Lord, why I got to go to the lost sheep? Why can't I get me some saved sheep? Because <laughs> the assignment was to go to those that are lost. Do you know lost people need some help? Y'all ain't helping me. Go, 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 go. Huh. To the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you have received and freely give. Say, neighbor, uh, if you hooked up 
and tied up and tangled up in Christ, these are some of your life assignments. There's a reason you're around sick people. There's a reason you're around crazy people. There's a reason you're around them. There's something in you. There's something on you that's supposed to transform them. But the people have to know their God and be strong. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script for the journey, nor two coats, neither shoes nor yet staffs, for the workman, the workman, the workman is worthy of his meat. And enter into, and into whatever, whatsoever city or town you shall enter, enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till you go thence. Say, 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 neighbor. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be every place. There's some places you ain't supposed to be. And when you come into a house, salute it. What do you mean, Pastor? Uh, when you go to visit somebody and it's a safe harbor, bless it. Speak it. I bless this house. This house is going to continue to increase. Hey. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. You ever been someplace where you didn't have no peace? I said, have you ever been someplace and you ain't had no peace? Don't leave your peace. Take your peace with you. It's amazing how people go places and there ain't no peace and they leave and they don't have no peace. You go in there with peace. You supposed to, come, peace, come on, let's go. Say, say, neighbor. Stop going crazy the way the enemy wants you to. Thou will keep you in perfect peace because your mind is stayed. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if not, let your peace return to you. That's a revelation right there. Peace can return to me? You mean if I come from crazy, don't mean I have to stay crazy. Peace can return to me. How do you do it? Speak it. Peace. Come on. Peace. I lay me down in sleep, for thou only makes me dwell in safety. Peace, come to me. And peace will come. Oh, yes, it will. And whosoever shall not receive you. Oh, you mean to tell me there's sometimes in some situations that you're doing everything you can and they ain't going to receive you? Oh. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words. You mean to tell me that sometime you be talking to people that ain't hearing your words, ain't hearing your words. When you depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. You got to learn. Say, neighbor, you got to learn how to shake mess off of you and stop carrying it around you. Amen. Shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Do the opposite of what the enemy is trying to get you to do. Do the opposite. Yes. And whosoever shall not receive you, 
nor hear your words. You got to know when you're talking to people, they ain't, they ain't hearing your words, they ain't hearing your words, they ain't hearing your words. They got words, but they don't want to hear your words. You be telling people stuff and they don't want to hear your words. They, they be waiting for you to shut up so they can give you their words. And their words don't line up with God's word. And you got to discern when you're, when you, when you're battling words. Then you got to know when, you know what, time for me to leave, bye, because you ain't receiving my words. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house, or city, or city, shake off the dust of your feet. My God, my God. Uh, say, say, neighbor. You got to learn how to shake some stuff off of you. Every day. Every day. Every day. Folks, I'm excited because today's message is entitled Discipleship Benefits. Discipleship Benefits. Discipleship Benefits. We're, I, I just expose you to uh, the 12 disciples, those that were, you know, homeboys with Jesus. They, they, did, they walked with Jesus. They, they lived with Jesus. They were with Jesus all the time. And they are our role models. God used them to be an example for us. And the 12 disciples were on a journey, huh? A journey. And here's what I want you to understand. Even though they were with Jesus every day, they didn't have it all together. Even though they saw signs and miracles happening, they did not, they, they were learning everything they were learning. Say, say, life is about learning every day. Now, let, let, me, let me be clear. Discipleship benefits. What's a benefit? Something that promotes or enhances your well-being. Meaning, if I'm a disciple, uh, it's supposed to promote and enhance my well-being. In other words, if, if you are following the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you too are one of his disciples. Meaning, you're in training every day. Every day, he's training you to do what? Walk like him, talk like him, and be like him. Amen. Say, say God, I want the benefit. Also, a benefit is an advantage. A benefit is also help and aid. See, it's amazing how during this time, people who call themselves saved are complaining about being saved. Because it's like, you know, I done done all this and done all this and I'm still going through this hell. But you forgot the word. In this life, you shall have trials and tribulations. But when you going to learn to be of good cheer? Meaning you got confidence that somehow God going to deliver you. Somehow God going to work it all together for your good. Somehow. Hallelujah. Go to Psalms 103 and verse 1. Discipleship benefits. Psalms 103, verse 1. You know it. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Now, my soul is my will, my emotions, and my intellect. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all... All that is within me, bless his holy name. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And too many of us are forgetting his benefits. Did you wake up this morning? Are you in your right mind? Can you put one foot in front of the other? Benefits. There's some people that don't have legs. There's some people that don't have eyes. They can't see. You got the benefit. Say, neighbor, you ain't crazy either. That's a benefit. At least you know who you are. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. One of them is, who forgiveth all thine iniquities. I know y'all saved, but you ain't always been saved. I said, I know you're saved, but you ain't always been saved. And one of the benefits is he forgives all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. He can heal any disease. Now, I got to go here. I heard this by the Spirit. Stop claiming hereditary diseases. Because your uncle had them, your mama had them. Don't, nope, nope. No, 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 no. I'm not going out that way. I'm going to live a long life, healthy, wealthy, and wise. I bind sickness. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm going to live a long life. I ain't going out that cousin Bubba. I ain't going out that. I'm not going out that way. I'm going to live long. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfy my mouth with good things, like cheesesteak. So that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Come on. Who satisfy my mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Eagle Summit, there are real discipleship benefits when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, following his faith instructions like the disciples had to learn and to grow. Say, disciples, like me, are learning and growing. I ain't got it all together, but every day I'm growing and learning. Hallelujah. Now let's be real. Learning to follow his faith instructions is a matter of choosing who you will willingly serve, no matter what the life tests or trials you have to walk through. Say, say every day, I got to make some choices. Say, it was a choice to come to church today. It was the right choice. Hallelujah. That bed felt mighty good, but I got up out of that bed and pressed my way and came to church. That's a choice. The first discipleship benefit I want to mention is found in Acts 2 and 1. The first discipleship benefit I want to mention is found in Acts 2 and verse 1. Oh, my God. Acts 2 and 1 says this. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, say suddenly, 
there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues as of fire. And it set upon each of them, each of the twelve. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They, the Spirit gave them utterance. Folks, here we tap into one of the first major discipleship benefits. That of being filled with the Holy Spirit and allowing him to speak through them and to us now. Any of y'all got the Holy Ghost? Man. Any of you invite the Holy Ghost to come into you? Man. Well, uh, guess what? That's the power source. Man. That's the power source. The problem is you ain't always letting him speak through you. Uh, he be telling you stuff and you be shutting him down. The Holy Ghost, the disciples, Jesus said, I'm leaving y'all, but when I leave, I'm going to send you the comforter. I'm going to send you the one that helped me when I was in the natural. In the natural, you need some super. Say neighbor. In the natural, you're going to need some super on your natural. And that super on your natural is the Holy Ghost. Shout it, the Holy Ghost. Say, Holy Ghost, arise, arise, arise in me, in us, now. Hmm. Benefit. Getting up full, going to bed full of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Yes. It's wonderful to know that um, I got a comforter. Yes. I, I, it's wonderful to know that uh, he, he never leaves me and he never forsakes me. Yes. He's always there. And when I roll with him, what's impossible becomes possible. Amen. Amen. Now go to Acts 3. And verse 6, let me build my case. Acts 3 and verse 6. Oh, hallelujah. Help me, Holy Ghost. You ready? Acts 3 and 6 says this. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat at arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Hmm. Folks, here we tap into the next discipleship benefit. You ready for it? Say, neighbor, you ready for it? Here it is. Now, now don't, don't, don't miss this one. Abounding grace and abounding mercy to flow in the supernatural realm with faith confidence. That's a benefit. Abounding grace, abounding mercy, 
to flow in the supernatural realm with faith confidence. What do you mean abounding grace, Pastor? Do you know Peter's history? Do you know, <laughs> do you know Peter? Do you know Peter? Peter, do you know Peter's rap history? Do you know when he sank? <laughs> he was walking on the water, but he sank. Oh, do you know Peter's rap history? When he told Jesus, I ain't going to never leave you. I ain't going to never forsake you. That's what he said. But eventually he started cussing and swearing. Say, neighbor, you can be so saved, you can lose your imagination. <laughs> Come on. He's, he, he, and you need some grace and you need some mercy. That's a benefit. All have sinned. All have come short. And there's grace and mercy. Say, say, neighbor. Grace is all around me. I say grace is all around me. Because I had some moments. I had some moments when I wasn't as saved as I am now. Hallelujah. Mark 14. Come on, Mark 14, 69. Let me build my case. Come on. Mark 14, 69. And a maid saw him again and began to say to them that stood by, this is one of them. And he denied it again. And a little after, they that stood by said again to Peter, surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeth thereto. But he began to cuss. He began to swear saying, I know not this man of whom you speak. This is the same one that Jesus ain't going to never leave you. I got, I had to learn that. Everybody that say they for you ain't going to always be for you. Uh-huh. He began to cuss and to swear. Wait a minute. How can you cuss and swear and you flown with the one that does signs and wonders and miracles every day? Every day, 5,000 people get fed with fish and loaves. Come on. You see people raised from the dead. You see signs and wonders. And now you're cussing and swearing as if you didn't know the person and you was with them all the time. That's how people come to church. And then they leave and then they, you know, it's like, I ain't ever, I ain't been there. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel led. He began to cuss and swear, saying, I know not, get this, this man of whom you speak. And the second time the cock crowed, and Peter called to mind the word that Jesus had said unto him, before the cock crowed twice, thou shalt deny me thrice. And when he thought thereon, he wept. What do you mean? Jesus had already knew what he was going to do. You you, you got to know when you're hanging with certain people what they're going to do. Yeah, you, the Holy Ghost will tell you what they're going to do. He will let you know what they're going to do. Yeah. Folks, here we read about a major rejection by Peter, a disciple, of his connection to Jesus Christ. 
at a critical moment in the life of Jesus the Christ. Watch where we go. Peter is given unmerited favor and allowed to keep living, unlike Judas, who went and hung himself after he repented and tried to give back the money he was given to portray Jesus. Wait a minute. Now, please get this. Benefit, 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 benefit. How is it that Peter can cuss and swear and deny Christ and then get grace and keep on living? Judas goes and betrays Christ and, instead of, and goes back and gives him back the money and repents and go and hang himself. It's relationship. It's knowing that God loves you even when you're crazy, even when you even when you're jacked up from the floor up, he still loves you and he wants you to be saved. Peter is given unmerited favor and allowed to keep living unlike Judas who went and hung himself after he repented and tried to give back the money he was given to betray Jesus. Folks, abounding grace, come on, is a major discipleship benefit too, often taken for granted. Too often take it for granted. That leads us to the third major discipleship benefit. Oh, hallelujah. This third one, ooh, Jesus. Ooh. When the Lord revealed this to me, I said, Lord, I repent. Luke 22 and 3, 31. Luke 22, 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, talking about Peter, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. Got it? But, but I prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, my brethren. Jesus knew he was going to mess up. Say, neighbor, Jesus knows you're going to mess up. I said he knows you're going to mess up. That's how you develop. You learn from your mess up. How to go up. Peter? Satan desires to sift you like wheat, but I prayed for you. And then when you get converted, meaning when you change, strengthen thy brethren. See, sometimes you got to understand when you roll with people, they ain't converted yet. Right. Y'all ain't look at me. They're working through some stuff. Yeah. They're pushing past some stuff. Yeah. But I prayed for thee. You been praying for anybody lately? Praying that their faith fail not? Praying that when they get converted, when they really change, that they will strengthen the brethren. Eagle Summit is a house of restoration. The problem is the restored won't restore others. Oh, okay. Because when you find out what it really takes to restore somebody, you say, I got mine. They got theirs to get. 
I take me this just taking too doggone long. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Say, waiting on the Lord is part of developing. But I pray for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. The third major discipleship benefit is the awesome prayer support of Jesus for all who become his disciples indeed. Ooh, do you know that while I'm up here preaching, Jesus is praying for me? Do you know that, Je that Jesus is praying for you? Oh, oh, I, I didn't get to pray last night. No worries. Jesus was praying. No, that's how you woke up this morning, because he was praying for you. But I had, oh God. The third major discipleship benefit is the awesome prayer support of Jesus for all who become his disciples indeed. Prove it, Pastor. Romans, Romans 8.33. Oh, my God. Romans 8.33 says this. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Hello, elect. It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of the God, who also maketh intercession for us. Yes. What do you mean? There's a reason I'm still alive this morning. There's a reason I'm not in Duke Hospital this morning. There's a reason because Jesus was making intercession for us. Even when I have a stupid moment, he's making intercession for me. Oh my God. Who even, who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died, yet rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, right hand, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Say neighbor. When you hooked up, entangled up in God, nothing, nothing can separate you from his love. That's a benefit, folks. There's a reason I call on the name of Jesus. There's a reason I believe in Jesus. Because he ever lived to make intercession for me. Because sometimes, you know, I'm a pastor, but sometimes I don't feel like praying either. But by the grace of God, he's praying for me and praying through me. Amen. And his prayers avail much. And he on the right hand of the Father, saying, Daddy, bless him. Daddy, protect him. And every day, look at that. Hallelujah. The sun is shining today. Hallelujah. Heaven is on earth. My God, my God. Intercession.
That's a benefit. So when the enemy said, you ain't pray, I said, that's all right. Jesus prayed for me. And I bind you too. I'm praying now. I rebuke you too. Now. I resist you now. No weapon. For, I, I'm the head. Not, I'm blessed. You say neighbor. One of the benefits is holding fast the profession of your faith without wavering. Stop wavering. You are blessed and highly favored. Say neighbor. How you doing? What they say? Say neighbor, how you doing? I said, how you doing? Say it like you, I'm blessed and highly favored. Highly favored. Highly favored. The fourth discipleship benefit as I close for the day is the love of Christ that never fails. Do you know how much God loves you? He loves you whether you love yourself or not. Uh, he loved Peter after Peter uncussed and denied him. He loved him. And then when he was resurrected, he told the disciples, yeah, and go call Peter. Come on, Peter. I know you done messed up, but I done prayed for you. And you, you're not going to be sifted. And that's why in the book of Acts, after Peter had made uh, the understanding that God got him, he said, you know what? I know I done messed up, but I done changed now. I done changed. A change has come over me now. And you can talk about me all you want to. I know I'm saved. I know I ain't perfect, but God loved me. And he given me the grace and the mercy that I needed. See, you got to know, when you got grace and mercy, that's, that's special. I mean, you can, ooh, grace, unmerited favor, unearned, undeserved act of kindness. It comes on you. And you be in situations you don't know why, but God's grace is there. And grace abounds. You done messed up, but God graces you. And see, we want to keep making it cheap as if it didn't cost him nothing. It cost him everything. Benefits. Say, say, neighbor. Do you remember any of the benefits? Tell me one of the benefits you remember this morning. Come on, tell them something. Speak. Speak it. Speak a benefit. Speak a benefit. The problem is, in everything, you ain't giving thanks. Thank you for everything. Every little thing. I thank you. That's a thank you. Lord, I thank you. I return to say thank you for everything. And one of the benefits I told you was the power of the Holy Ghost. You got the Holy Ghost and you got some power. Stop letting the enemy beat you up all the time. Tell the devil where to go and how to get there. Every day. Draw nigh to God, resist the devil, and command that he flee in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And again, the final benefit is that Y'all know that I, we were in an automobile accident, but guess what? We's alive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Alive and well. Hallelujah. And, 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 and sleep real good. Amen. 
not going to let that demon torment me and harass me about what he tried to do. No, 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 no. I keep my mind stayed on thee. Amen. And eventually I will erase the pictures. I'm not going to keep them pictures on my phone. No, 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 no. Erase them. Forgetting those things that are behind and pressing towards the mark. But it's good to get up every day knowing that God loves you. He loves, he does love me, he does love me. Even when I'm crazy, even when I'm messed up, he loved me, giving me time to change. Now here's the problem though, I had to learn to give people a chance to change. Everybody ain't changing as quickly as I will change. Some people will change a long time, but they will change. Peter had that moment, oh, that's what you meant, Jesus. And then he wept, and he wept and wept and wept. After he wept, he made the change. And when the change came, the blessing. Say, Lord, I'm understanding. A change has come over me too. Take your neighbor by the hand and say, Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for sending the Holy Spirit to be our comforter and guide. Thank you for the discipleship benefits that we are to bless and bless others to flow in. Now, now, may the signs and the wonders and the miracles also flow in our lives so your kingdom come to the earth and more and more people, more and more people, are saved to have eternal life with you in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily load of benefits, benefits that have been held up, that have been tied up. Thou art loose now in the name of Jesus. God, thank you. Thank you for loading us, loading us daily with benefits. Thank you in advance for today's benefits. In Jesus' name, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh my God, what a word, what a word. And remember, if God gave grace to Peter, he got some grace for you. If God gave mercy to Peter, he got some mercy for you. Amen. And in the process, change. Change, become more and more like him. That means, oh God, you lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. Cast out devils. Amen. Don't be, don't, no, devil, get out my house, get out my, get, get, go, 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 go. I command you in Jesus' name. No, 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 no weapon formed against me shall prosper. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs>